ComC is your home for buying, selling, and flipping all the hottest trading cards. Their consignment marketplace is home to over 30 million cards, from baseball superstars like Aaron Judge to Marvel favorites like Spider-Man. ComC has something for every type of collector. Visit ComC.com today to build your collection with your favorite cards. You're listening to the Wax Pack Hero Sports Card Minute, a podcast where we discuss both the hobby and business sides of collecting. I'm your host, Mike Summer, and I want to help you buy, sell, and trade your way into a collection you'll love. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Wax Pack Hero Sports Card Minute. I'm sitting here early on Christmas morning recording the intro to this episode. The girls are all snuggled in their bed, still asleep. They haven't woken up yet for Christmas morning. And so I said, I'm going to take this chance to record a little bit, get the podcast knocked out and ready for you guys this this Christmas week. Well, I was actually open at the shop yesterday. I decided to go in for a few hours, open up for a few hours at the shop on Christmas Eve. We weren't doing anything until later last night, and so... I had some time in the morning, and so I went in from about 10 to 2, and I'm glad I did. There were a handful of customers that came in looking for last-minute Christmas gifts that had never been in the shop before, and a couple people basically told me they fell in love with the types of things that I had. They they came in, they looked at all the 80s and 90s stuff, they looked at a lot of the non-sports stuff that I had, and the nostalgia bug bit them. They said they'd be back for sure. So I am glad that I went in because I think it's going to lead to a couple more long-term customers. And that is always fun. I also wanted to shout out a couple mail days I got. I got a big ComC mail day this week. I had kind of banked up several months worth of purchases for the PC. And I recorded me kind of going through and sharing a little bit about all of my ComC Mail Day purchases. And so you can check that out on YouTube. I'm experimenting a little bit more with putting some video out again. And so that you can go check that out on YouTube if you want to see my ComC Mail Day. And I also wanted to shout out the sports card shop at MoCo. You're going to hear their sponsor run their, their ad a little bit later in the episode. But they had a couple in-person autograph signings throughout this year, and they surprised me with a a mail day with a couple autographs from those folks. So one of them was an Andre Dawson rookie card that they had him sign, and the other one was a Pat Hughes autograph, 8x10. Pat is the announcer for the Chicago Cubs, my favorite team, and they had him autograph a, a kind of a World Series winning photo there. So a couple awesome mail days from from Rex and and the rest of the crew at Sports Card Shop at MoCo. So I appreciate that. And I just wanted to give them a shout out because that is a surprise mail day that that really uh, warms my heart. So thanks again. Well, today's guest is Matt Smith. He's somebody that came into the shop a couple months ago. He lives up in the Chicago suburbs and he was looking for golf cards. We got to talking and one thing led to another and I said, hey, I have not had any golf card focused episodes yet. Why don't you come on and join me for one of these super collector conversations that I'm having and we can chat a little bit about your collection of golf cards, why you love to collect golf so much, 
and get some actual golf card content for the podcast. And so that's what we're going to do today. And we're going to get to Matt's conversation right after I tell you about Underdog Collectibles, the online shop run by collectors for collectors that breaks several days a week across YouTube and Facebook. You can see what they're going to be breaking this week by checking them out at udogcollect.com. And you can visit them at their brick and mortar shop in Knoxville, Tennessee to see their full selection of wax single supplies and even watch some of those breaks live in the shop. They're also an approved group submitter to SGC, so if grading is in your future, check them out at udogcollect.com to see what that is all about. And when you do, make sure you tell them the Wax Pack Hero sent you. Well, today I want to welcome Matt Smith to the show. Matt and I first met at the LCS, actually. He came into the shop one afternoon and we got talking and he was looking for some golf cards and that struck up a conversation about his golf collection. And I said, you know what, why don't you come on the show too? And we can chat a little bit more about this. We have not had any golf collectors on the show yet. So Matt, welcome to the show. Who knew? Uh, who knew stopping in the the little shop right would would turn to this? But uh, here we are, and uh, yeah, I found some some interesting stuff that day: golf and a little non golf for uh, some gifts, right? But uh, it was fun. It was fun. So yeah, it's uh, first podcast. So bear with me. This will be entertaining. Well, I'm glad you were willing to do that, and I'm glad you came in and we got a chance to meet because, like I said, we have not had any golf collectors on the show. You know, there's people who are occasionally coming into the shop looking for golf, but, you know, we see some collectors who focus in on Tiger. You know, they focus in on a, a few of the other, you know, bigger name golfers. We've had golf as a as a card product in the 90s. We had, you know, we had golf as a card product. It took a break, came back a little bit in the early 2000s, took a break, and it's now come back in from upper deck. And so it's one of those sports that has a history and it has a pre-war history. I mean, there's golf cards, you know, back to the the turn of the century, but it's not something that has had a lot of long-term mainstream popularity. So when we had a chance to bring somebody on who has a focus on golf cards, I, I thought that'd be a great opportunity to chat a little bit. Yeah. So maybe let's uh, start with a little bit about your background. What got you into golf card collecting? So I've collected cards for a long time, right? I'm in my early, almost mid thirties. Holy cow. Um, but so I've been collecting cards for quite a while. My brother and I have, uh, have done such and it didn't start with golf. That would be a complete lie. Right. Um, it was, uh, my mom actually had worked at a, a little bar restaurant in town up in Arlington Heights, Illinois. And next door was a uh, an Arlington coin and cards. And at that point, it was a pretty big focus on cards being the 90s. So we'd go in there, we, um, we'd get the cheapest boxes you could find, right? Just stuff to open and uh, we were doing like football and basketball and I was looking for Kevin Garnett cards. Uh, my brother was looking for Kobe and Jordan and all that. Right. I enjoyed some Marbury as well, but anywho, that's all sidetracking. It's just the idea. We, we started doing cards at a, you know, and when we were eight, 10 years old and uh, it was enjoyable. And then, so my brother and I, he was a year older. We, we were, we were doing trade nights or, you know, all the stuff you would do, the little like bid board night in Mount Prospect, Illinois, the things of that nature. And uh, never was golf. It was never golf, right? It was all the other sports. Anyways, 
Um, what got me to it was just just playing golf. Started playing golf in about like I think I was like eighth grade, seventh eighth grade. Started playing golf with some friends. Then started playing golf. I started playing golf in high school, uh, competitively. And it wasn't wasn't buying golf cards. It was playing golf, right? My brother and I and friends. All that to say, after uh, I think it was right after college, like right after going to Indi- I was at Indiana University. Right after going to school, started to look into cards again. I think just out of <laughs> out of boredom, kind of right, just something to look back at. And I remember pulling out some of the Jordans and stuff we had. And it was then, maybe a year after that. Once again, a year after that, so twenty. 2012 or 13, 2013 or so, just started doing golf cards. And uh, the origin is playing golf, loving watching golf, and uh, being a card guy and noticing that, um, you know, the Tigers and not, I mean, beyond that, the Sergios, the John Daly's, everything else, just like, it just didn't seem like tons of other folks were doing it. So it felt fun. And and that kind of got things started. So you had a connection to the sport from playing it. And you decided to uh, to start to get some cards. Who did you start with, or or how did you decide what you were going to start focusing in on? Was it some of your your favorite players from growing up? Was it a certain era? Was it just kind of across the board? What what was it that that you decided to focus in on when you finally made that decision to start getting some golf cards? It actually was. Now that I'm thinking, a good question. It was um, it was being at a national. I, I believe it was being at a national show in uh, in Rosemont, obviously, you know, the Chicago version. And the price on 01 upper deck boxes for having Tiger Rookie in it, the price was so affordable <laughs> that I just bought, I think, a couple boxes at the time. So I wasn't, I mean, it was, I guess you'd say, I mean, it was going after Tiger, but it wasn't, that wasn't just the only point. It was just so affordable and there were boxes there. And I thought it'd be fun to open. And, uh, you know, there were some Tigers in there that I still have, you know, the 01. Never, never hit the rookie. Sorry, the rookie auto. The rookie auto, auto never got that, but, and still don't. But uh, yeah, I think that was it. Just the price was good and it was fun to open up. Yeah. So who are your, as as that developed, who are your focuses now? Are there particular particular players you focus in on now? Yeah, a little more. Um I love Rory. Ran into Rory. So I've met uh, I've met a lot of these golfers just by going to events. And Rory's probably the top target and focus. Rory McIlroy. Um, but like uh, Arnold Palmer, I just love Arnie. Like just who he was, and uh, I'm such a dork with that. That uh, I think his stuff is neat. And John Daly, because why not? Just like I'm looking at it right now. Like I'll show you. You know. Like a daily rookie auto, um, just just fun players. I like Justin Thomas. I like JT. I like Spieth. So like, this is the Spieth uh, rookie SI for kids. You know the rookie version from Spieth. So like, what year did that come out? That this was yeah, this was twenty fifteen. Okay, and this is the PSA seven. And what I kind what I like, I mean. A lot of, I've got a lot of the SI for kids ones. I will, by the way, I'll put it in early. If someone's got a lower grade Tiger uh, 96, I want a lower grade. It's not about condition. I want a lower grade of that, the 96, and I'll get it um, at some point. But 
yeah, there's a couple couple players. Spieth, Rory, JT, Daly, Tiger, stuff like that. So uh, a pretty good mix of of both active players today, plus some of the the kind of the folks that were in their prime, you know, back back in the '90s. Do yeah. you, have you gone back and gotten any of the like vintage pre-war type era cards? Nothing too too old, but the oldest, and I won't pull it out because this is audio, but it's right over here beneath my left knee. There's a uh, it's the Jack Nicholas, the Jack. Um, Oh, what do they call it? Venerlandis, like 79 or, you know, so no, not like not too ancient, if you will. None of that stuff yet. And I probably won't. But like that Jack is neat. And um, I'll probably start, you know, I'd like to get into a few like Arnie's, uh, Arnold Palmer, like older stuff as well. How has that paired with other golf memorabilia? You know, have have you used cards to supplement that? You know, you've showed a couple of the rookie auto cards, but I believe from some of the conversations we've had, you also kind of collect some autographed golf balls and some other, you know, mm -hmm. other pieces of, of golf memorabilia too. Have you found that it's a good complement between both cards and memorabilia? I think so. Yeah. The, uh, to my left over here, we're not looking at it, but like, uh, it's, you know, everything from the Wheaties boxes are just outrageous, right? Like the Tigers Wheaties boxes to um, uh, the 1999 PlayStation 1, like like the PS1 Tiger Woods game, the first one, or like little Titleists, like when Tiger was with Titleist, like the Titleist advertisements, I think are fun, the, the promotional content. But yeah, then when I've gone to events, when I've been at events, you know, meeting Mickelson, having Phil sign something like a master's book or Harold Varner. Of course, I named two live players at this point for all, all you nine golfers, the live uh, tour, Varner and Mickelson. But like, yeah, just like autograph stuff, golf balls, um, some of the figurines, like the tiger, like they did a line of tiger. Uh, what do we call them? Little statues. Tiger statues are are different and they they just look fun. So that's why I'd have them. It's not about the money so much as they just look unique and, and such. With the golf cards having such of kind of a herky jerky recent production cycle, right? You know, we had them, then they went away. We had them, then they went away. Did that impact your, your collecting at all? You know, did the, the resurgence or the, the, I guess maybe the, the comeback of upper deck golf here over the last year or two, has that impacted your collecting at all? Or did you kind of continue to kind of go after who you wanted to go after uh, pretty consistently since you got started? I think it's helped a lot because it's nice to see like Tony Fino, right. And uh, modern tiger stuff. Um, so yeah, I mean, even, like, the 2016, like, this JT, this Justin Thomas, like, rookie auto, like, if golf cards, if they weren't producing them, it would be fine looking back at Tiger and Ernie Els and guys like that and Jack and, you know, all these names I could go on forever about. But, like, to have the modern guys that you're watching on TV um, and have them put it into product, yeah, I mean, like, the current to me, the current, um, I think it's metal universe stuff looks neat. There's a couple play like there's Sahith the Gala. Sahith the Gala is the guy's name. He's got some stuff. And to me, I'd like to have a couple autographs of his. So yes, it has, I think it's been a, a fun ad. 
what is your favorite card that you've added to your collection at this point? Is there any that kind of stand out above the rest that are kind of like your grail golf card? I have to just, I'd say I have to pick two. I can't pick the favorite. Sure. Um, the national, uh, and there's a, there's a handful, but the national, uh, what a couple of years back when it was in Chicago, I, a lot of trade, not a lot, but enough trade value towards a, uh, yeah, we were just a 2012 Tiger Auto with a red part of his shirt. So the sort of kind of patch Tiger Auto from 2012 inked fabrics. That's a fun one. Yeah, that's awesome. Right. And then um, the Rory first team rookies um, auto numbered to what was this? 199. This was trade value at the Wisconsin Dells show. Okay. I traded into this at the first Wisconsin Dells show. So, you know, I I couldn't pick Tiger or Rory to pick as a favorite. So, fun times both. And you mentioned when we were talking earlier that if anybody had a low-grade version of a 96 Tiger Sports Illustrated for Kids card to, to let you know. But are there other kind of key cards that you're still trying to track down? They don't have to necessarily be worth a ton, but just cards that you really want that you have had a hard time finding. Uh, sure. I think two things, I, I suppose, for all you big golf collectors out there, look out. Um, if you've got, it's the 97, it's called Cardwan or Cardwin, however you pronounce it, C-A-R-D-W-O-N. There's like this Tiger promo looking card from 97. I'd like that graded, whatever grade, I'll check it out. Um, 97, Cardwan, Tiger. And then... This year, like I just said it, this year's version of um, Sahith, the, and then it's Thigala, Thigala, some some autographs of his. Um, and then maybe like, you know, throughout the years, they've done those Tiger, I, I think they're J- Jambalaya, uh, Jambalaya cards. I suppose that'd be fun to have one of those. Um, yeah. So anyways, to all you listeners out there, um those would be those would be fun to to add to the collection. We've talked at this point about golf, and you said you're a golf fan. What about like, do you enjoy disc golf as well? Are are there disc golf cards? Yeah, there are, and that has been a new several months. You know, it's not brand new to me. The sport's been around for obviously much much longer, but no disc golf. Uh, there are cards, and I have become. Uh, my brother and I will agree I've become kind of addicted to disc golf, um, Frisbee golf or others, you know, you could call it a variety of things, but yeah, there are cards and, uh, I'm starting to, uh, I'm definitely starting to buy them. Who makes them? What company puts them out? So there was, uh, I think the original, well, not original, but leaf did some stuff. Um, and then some of the disc manufacturers like Innova is a brand put out some cards. Then the disc golf pro tour put out cards, but, um, there is a, it's a, it's Goodwin. I'm almost certain, uh, is it Goodwin? Yeah, I'm, I'm 90% certain. I should know this. I'm just forgetting. Uh, they did a Paul Macbeth. Who's like the top, uh, top player, a Paul Macbeth. Uh, gosh, I'm letting out all my secrets. I should not um scratch that no there's a paul Macbeth uh rookie in goodwin that is uh is nice 
So uh, yeah, now there's a brand called Brixton, B-R-I-X-T-O-N, Brixton Disc Golf that uh, solely manufactures, uh, not solely, they do one or two other things, but uh, mostly manufactures just uh, disc golf cards. Are those mostly sold as like box sets, like a complete set or whatever? Or are they pack issued and kind of kind of in traditional wax packs? Which ones? The uh, the the Brixton or the which ones? I guess it, the the majority of what you've talked about, I guess are are they? The Brixton looks like it is kind of in a in a in a box set. They do, yeah. So they're doing like they had their first release um, of a of a set. It's not just box like this. Like you know, I know the listeners okay. can't can't see this. It's not just little boxes of like the this is the player base set. Um, but they also had what was called the OTB set, which was their first set that they released with autographs, pieces of the discs, shirts, all that stuff. Autographs, as I'm, I think I just said. But then they've got their second, they've got a second set coming out uh, where you can open up a box. Um, they're a little, they're, what's nice is it's a bit more limited. It's it's a bit more limited, smaller manufacturer, but they've got, I mean, they've got most all of the top guys, past and current. Um, anyways, it's pretty neat. Who, or do any of the kind of traditional sports card sites you know cardboard connection or trading card database or some of these sites that people typically use to learn more about what sets are out there what cards are available for particular players have any of them kind of picked up and started to aggregate these disc golf sets yet you and everyone listening would have to tell me that i don't know okay have you had to do this all yourself then just kind of going out to to find out what's even available i'm just on ebay and i go to i mean I'm on eBay. I go to local shows and of course I don't see any disc golf stuff yet. Um, I see golf stuff occasionally, you know, but um, uh, no, it's just, just my own research and and getting to know uh, the owner a little bit over at that, you know, the, the company Brixton and like just, just going online, but no, I haven't jumped to any, uh, I have not gotten on to like cardboard connection or some of those yet. So that might be an activity after this. Yeah, that'd be interesting to see if any of that stuff has started to to pop yet. I I love hearing about these different kind of niche areas within the collectibles and trading card world. And so trying, but I know when these areas first start to pop, you know, when the cross first started rolling out, when some of these other kind of niche products started to come out, learning about and finding information about them was always one of the hardest things to do. And so that's why I was just kind of curious if, if you had had a resource yet um, that you had been using, or if you've been just having to do all the legwork on your own. Well, the nice part, like for me, you know, I don't collect like sets and I don't need all the cards. So, I, I mean, I've been on the sites that you mentioned just uh, for, uh, you know, just to check stuff out, but uh, no, I haven't gotten over to that yet for uh the disc golf stuff. And I've looked at it a bit, you know, some of those sites for uh, golf cards, but as not a set collector, like, you know, it doesn't hurt though, to know what's coming out. You know, that's why I would look at those sites. Well, very cool. We're, we're about 200 episodes into the podcast and I can guarantee that this was the first disc golf conversation we'd had in any of those 200 episodes. So hey. uh, that one's always, it's always going to be a meaningful conversation to me. 
Before we go today, is there anything else that you wanted people to know about your golf card collection? Any words of encouragement for others who may be interested in getting started with a, a golf collection? Yeah, sure. Um, you find, so I think what's fun about it, and you know what I what I'd suggest is that when you go to shows, the stuff is scattered. Like obviously, right? Then, then maybe that's the fun part about it because you go to displays or you, you see vendors and people all the time, and it's all the it, it's everything that you'd expect it to be. If anyone that's listening to this probably goes to shows, so they know exactly what I'm talking about. Don't get me wrong; it's very cool to see an awesome Kobe Bryant. I love that, and you know, shout out to Kevin Garnett, for instance. Um, like that's awesome. And the modern stuff, I, this is modern. This is not modern. This is all the above, but like, I think it's fun. My, my encouragement is the idea that if you're into golf or disc golf, like it's fun to go to the show. You won't find disc golf probably yet, but you might, but golf wise one in probably I've been doing this for a little while, so I can give you a good estimate. One in 25 vendors will have some, or one in 15, 15 to 25 will have something golf related. And usually they have some pretty good stuff. And gosh, I'm telling, I'm getting, I'm letting all my secrets out. Watch this. They like to trade their golf stuff for the popular Luka Doncic stuff or Giannis. And all I'm saying is you might be able to get an okay deal on a, uh, on a pretty nice tiger um, or whatever. And it's tiger woods. Come on. Very so, cool. That's my encouragement. It's it's fun because it's a little bit different and you can actually get a better price than you think. If there's anybody out there that wants to connect with you, maybe they're a, also a, a golf card fan or maybe they're also one of the few that have discovered disc golf cards, where can people connect with you? Uh, jump to Instagram. And uh, I've got two accounts on there. The first I'll mention is probably the most uh, notable. For this. It's Chicago. This is all one word. Chicago Golf Collector and then the number two. Chicago Golf Collector number two. And yeah, that's a good point. You know, I don't, we don't need to get too crazy personal. We got the whole family and all my, you can watch. I mean, if, if you connect with me there. And you want to add the personal, you can check out my golf swing and give me some feedback and all that fun stuff. But uh, I do post not just like that's got disc golf, that's got um, golf. It's like I do these indoor putting leagues as well for disc golf. And uh, I'll share some content from those like putting leagues and whatnot on Chicago Golf Collector too. But yeah, that'd be a good spot. Very cool. Well, thanks again for coming on. I really appreciate it. It's good to have a, a, an interview and a segment and a guest that was focused on golf. We've got that in the books now. One more that we can check off the list of trying to be as comprehensive as possible about the different subjects that we talk about. So thanks again for coming on today, Matt. Well, Mike, I uh, some sweet cards. Uh, I've got some pretty decent stuff over here. It's not all about the value, just some some cool stuff, right? Um, maybe you'll trade me like a Michael Jordan basketball someday, uh, signed ball. Um, just let me know. <laughs> we'll see. I don't know if it'll be this one. This one over here is, uh, this one's going to be sticking with me for quite a while, but if you, you find another, walks into the shop. 
if you find another, I would, uh, a Michael Jordan signed basketball would be kind of cool. Um, very cool at that. So no, it was, it was fun to chat about this stuff because it's, uh, interesting to me and hopefully one to hundreds of people, you know, at least maybe one person or hundreds will be interested in this. There you go. Thanks again. Thanks, Mike. Hi, this is Pat Hughes, Cubs announcer, coming to you from the sports card shop in beautiful New Buffalo, Michigan. The Gocher family has built an incredible place here for collectors to buy, sell, and trade cards and memorabilia. Be sure to stop by and let them show you around. TheSportsCardShop.com, connecting sports, athletes, the hobby, and collectors around the world. Before my conversation with Matt, I had no idea there were disc golf cards out there. But I don't know why I was surprised because if I've learned anything over my years in the hobby, there's cards for just about everything we collectors might have an interest in. Well, I hope you enjoyed learning a bit more about Matt's golf collection and golf cards in general. If you did, let me know. Reach out to me on Twitter at TheMikeSummer. Send me an email at WaxPackHero at gmail.com. Check me out on YouTube or TikTok or Instagram as well. I'd love to connect and hear what you think about the show. Well, I hear the kids scurrying around upstairs, so I better get up there so we can open some presents. That's all I've got for you today, so I'll catch you next time.